0: Hello, everybody. This is Vince Gutierrez from movementthinker.org. Today, I want to talk about something that I posted to Facebook earlier this week. And it's a simple, I guess, algorithm that I've used for a majority of my career, at least once I started understanding more and, and knowing better. Um, I've used this, this algorithm, which I think is very simple. And it's very transparent, and it's very straightforward. And so whenever a patient walks into the clinic for an evaluation, the first question is, does this patient belong in front of me? Meaning, is there a reason why this patient should not be seeing me for physical therapy at this point in time? For instance, does the patient have blood pressure above 180 over 110? Is there a reason for me to contact the patient's physician? And and the reason why I jumped to blood pressure first is because this has been a uh, something that I've been exploring over the past week with other physicians and with um, other other page, people who have been patients in different groups. For instance, there is one group, uh, thanks to Tony for posting it, but I would say a good 95% of the people that are posting have not had their blood pressure taken in outpatient physical therapy which you know kind of matches the, the research but blood pressure is just one reason why a patient shouldn't be in front of me right there's other medical emergencies patients having a stroke um, which I've seen <laughs> in outpatient um, patients having a possible heart attack which as a primary care physical therapist I saw in outpatient. Um, got an EKG immediately actually the EKG was brought into the clinic um, and the patient was tested immediately um, we had a patient with uh, cauda Aquina. those patients shouldn't be in front of me there's a lot of reasons why a patient shouldn't be in physical therapy and um, those are just a few but yeah, you know, there's some contraindications to PT step two Once you've addressed that the patient should be in your presence, the next question is, is does the patient actually have a problem that is going to change with physical therapy? Because not all patients have a problem that will change for the better with PT. For instance, a patient may come in with an extrusion and that extrusion needs time which is fine. The patient could still work on function and what have you, but this is the stuff that needs to be discussed with the patient. So that way you don't set up negative expectations. The patient has to understand how long it's going to take. And that's going to be step three. Once you have a patient that you know belongs, sorry, those are my kids. Once you have a patient, one that you know belongs in your clinic, two has a condition that is going to change with treatment, three, how long will it take for that symptom to change with treatment? Don't mind my kids in the background. If you can't answer that third question, and this is where, you know, I get frustrated with our profession because a lot of times it's just, it's going to take time. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. I've had a lot of patients who were frustrated with PT end up telling me that the therapist's answer was, it's going to take time. Again, pardon the kids. It's going to take time. We have to do better than it's going to take time. How much, how much time? How much improvement should they expect to see over a short period of time? How long should they expect it for the symptoms to completely abolish? We need to be able to give them some version of this, whether it's just you can expect to wait two to four weeks before you start seeing improvement or you should be symptom-free within 12 weeks, something. Something. We need to give them something because otherwise we're selling a false promise. We're telling you it's going to get better. We're telling you it's going to get better with time, but at no point are we telling you that it's getting better with physical therapy because time in and of itself is a variable that even though we can't control it because it's going to keep going, right? Even though we can't control it, we're going to use that to our advantage. We can't sell the patient on a variable that we're not controlling. That's, that's just a personal view, Right. Now, let's say you've gone through step one, patient belongs in your presence. Step two, patient has a symptom that's going to change with physical therapy. Step three, you've given the patient a timeline for how long it's going to take for that symptom to change. What happens at step four if you've gone through that timeline and there still hasn't been a change? You throw in the towel, what do you do? I personally believe you go back to step one. Does that patient belong in my clinic? For instance, let's say that the, go back to the, some of the research on back pain, right? Patient comes in for back pain. They've been treated for, well throughout a number of four weeks because that's what the research says, and their oswestry score hasn't changed. That patient may no longer belong in your presence anymore. That patient should go on for some further testing because therapy obviously hasn't helped. If the patient no longer belongs in your presence, back to step one, you refer them back. If the patient you still believe belongs in your presence, one... We have to acknowledge that, hey, I think I was wrong. I think I missed the, the, the differential. I, I think I, I didn't realize what was going on. And then at that point, are we the best therapist for that patient? And, and there's nothing wrong with being wrong, right? We, we could be wrong. I mean, I'm wrong. There's nothing wrong with being wrong. But we have to acknowledge that we're wrong as fast as possible so we go back onto the right track, I hope this was helpful. These are just the four steps that I take and I've been taking throughout my career. Um, you know, If you have any comments, questions, drop them on Facebook. Drop them on Twitter. Um, sorry, my kids are playing with the curtains now. Um, but yeah, so if you have any questions, drop them on social media. I'll get back to you. Thanks. Have a good weekend.